I quit. How is that? Hey y'all and welcome back to the I'm Busy podcast. Uh, I don't know if that was like a whole new side of me with the y'all. I say that a lot. Um, I'm from Georgia but I don't know about you guys. I have been in Israel for a year. I haven't been home yet and I finally, kid you not, met someone from the south in America and she was from Georgia and she's from my hometown. I mean I'm, I grew up in Atlanta but she was from Dunwoody and like Wow, it was like amazing. After like a year with like a foreign country, a foreign language, like I mean everything's foreign. It's a foreign country, like you get that. But to like have a little bit of home in the same language and talking about the same food, the same people, the same activities, like wow, it was just kind of I don't want to say refreshing, but it was. It was such a break and it was so easy and I was so grateful that I like connected with her cuz She'll be in Israel for a long time, and I'll hopefully be in Israel a long time, so that just, like, wow, it just made my day, and now I find myself saying all the southern phrases again, and she's not here, so it's just weird now. Um, No, but let's go ahead and get into this today's episode. Today's episode, I am talking about quitting your job. Quitting, honestly, like, is probably one of my favorite things to do. I love to quit. It's so easy. You just stop. You don't have to worry. It doesn't affect you. You just no longer do a job. Like I feel like when you quit, like so much stress and relief is just like lifted off your shoulders. You know, obviously like we're going to get more in depth because like what a vague and like daunting topic. Like who would ever want to quit your job? Why would you quit your job? Like how do you even quit your job? Like things like that. But um Yeah, so let's get into it. Um, I've been working since, gosh, I mean, since I was 16, I started a job called The Impeccable Pig, clearly from the south, in Atlanta, Georgia. It's a small little boutique. I mean, it was cute, and it was fun, and I loved my boss, and I loved the girls I worked with. I mean, did I like the people who came in? No. It was bratty teenagers who, like, didn't clean up their shit, were really annoying, like, and it was all closed, so, like, it was just, wow. I had to like, you just kind of have to like wait hand and foot for someone in retail. Like you have to like help them with their shopping and be like, oh, do you like this? Do you think this is cute? Like you have to like make it a whole experience. So like if I like would recommend any like kind of work for anyone, it would be waitress because you don't really have to like, it's less like talking and more like you have to like, there's just more like I, you know what the job is. Like they're more like outlines to us what the job is whereas like in retail it's sort of like be everyone's best friend and it's like I can barely be a best friend to my best friend so I don't know how this is going to work with strangers but sure so that's uh it's wow God, so many so many retail jobs just like remembering the scars and the god-awfulness of it I after that job well let's stick on that job and I'll tell you what ended up happening so after that job, like, when you work these little, like, gigs kind of like this, 
where you only work there for like six to a year, like six months to a year, maybe even longer. Like you're constantly working with new people. There are always people coming in and out, always a change in management. And so my manager, who I loved, ended up leaving because she wanted to work somewhere else. She wanted to work a different retail job. And so with that, that meant my, like in the mean term, my assistant manager would be the manager, which is fine. But like, she was really unreliable and just like kind of annoying. And it's like, I didn't want to be more of a boss than my boss. So I don't want to really like stick around and like see everything go to shit basically. And so I quit. And the way that I quit that job was like, one day I was just like, okay, I'm quitting. Bye. And then left and like sent a text and like disappeared, which I don't recommend doing. Um, a lot of red flags there. My boss was immediately confused, also immediately pissed off because like now no one else was working the schedule. I it, it was really like a stupid, naive way to quit. Like also like really rude because she didn't have anyone else to really work except for her and like two other girls. And like that just wasn't unfair to them. And also like I left with no explanation and I still had to like go and pick up my last check. Like it was just really awkward when it didn't need to be when I was simply leaving because I didn't want to work there anymore. Like I also was going into my senior year of high school. Like I didn't want to work a job where I knew I wouldn't be as happy as I was. So that was just kind of stupid. So I recommend if you're quitting, don't quit like cold turkey, like not to sound like those smoking book commercials, but like, don't do it. Like, like do the two week notice bullshit. Like, which is so, oh God, I did that. And that's even more awkward. I worked at this retail job my freshman year of college called Marine Lair, which is like complete opposite of where I worked before. It's a California based store. Everything was like made of recyclable material. All the people who like came into shop were basically rich because everything was priced over a hundred dollars. So that was an experience. Um, but the way I quit that job and the reason I ended up quitting was because just like the people I worked with were really boring. The people who came into the store were really boring. And again, like retail is not where it's at. You have to like, God, you work so much and talk to these people for nothing. You're going to make a flat rate. You don't get tips in retail. Like, so like you're working so hard for a flat rate for no reason when you can literally do nothing and then make the same amount of pay. It's just kind of stupid. And you have to be friends with everyone. Again, if you like being friendly to people, I would say so. But I hate being friendly to people. I hate small talk. It's literally a nightmare. I don't know why I worked this job for like two, three years plus. It was clearly just like, obviously, I don't know myself. It was such a mistake and super stupid. So the way I quit this job was I put my two weeks notice in, which was fine. But oh my gosh, those two weeks were the most awkward weeks of my life. You basically come into work with people who know you're leaving and it's not like weird, but it's like kind of like, oh, so you like don't like us or like this or like that. And it's like, no, no, I like it here. I just like, no, no, no. You like have no idea what to say because like really you just like, you don't want to work there anymore. Like it's not like to say Hebrew no it's like simply like that's it like there's no underlying reasons I mean sometimes there are underlying reasons like for me there was because like I was working 10 times harder and I was showing up to work every day and none of my coworkers were and I was getting blamed because they were showing up late and like I couldn't clock out or I couldn't go on my lunch break and so it was just like I was just like not gonna like deal with these people who like obviously like didn't know what they were doing like look I show up on time I know what work is when work starts I come when work ends I, I go I'm not gonna do this whole like oh I'm running 15 minutes late and it's like well you run 15 minutes late every day so like 
either set your alarm 15 minutes ahead or 15 minutes earlier to figure it the fuck out because this isn't working. Like, you're, you're affecting me. And it's just like, gosh, that's my biggest pet peeve when other people's stupidity and mistakes start affecting other people other than themselves. That's when it's just unfair, you know? Like, that's when it's, there's a problem and it needs to be fixed. <laughs> so clearly I'm not a people person. Oh my God. Okay. Um, anyway, so I quit that job, which was super awkward, but also sucked because that pay was so freaking good. It was literally $13 an hour. And if you don't live in Atlanta and make minimum wage, minimum wage is seven, like maybe like seven forty-five, seven dollars and 45 cents in Atlanta, or maybe it's like eight fifty, eight thirty. I can't remember exactly, but it's like nothing. It's literally nothing. And in California, it's super high. Granted, they have like a larger, co- like a higher cost of living, but I don't live in California. And to live in Georgia and get California pay, wow, what a fucking jackpot. It was the bomb. I literally, like, I think in like weeks, we're making like $600, $800. Like, I was working like 44 hours a week, like, even overtime. Like, it was the best. I was making bank. Oh my gosh. And then I quit that job. So I was back to making nothing. And now I, as I just updated you guys when I was working on the costume hats, I just quit that job. Oh my gosh. Yay. Yeah, I quit a lot. Um, No, I quit that job because my boss was like super perfectionist, super this, like it was, this is a job I've never worked like before. Like this is a job that I possibly want for my profession and my career, but I also was doing it on a volunteer base. And so like the way he was running his shop was like, it was from 10 to six, which was not true because I showed up an hour early and ended up leaving an hour late. So it was like nine to seven. And every day he like gave me a task of like 20 things to do, which is literally impossible to finish, but like, and then passively aggressively would like leave and be like, get all of it done, but like take your time. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, what do I do with that? Like you give, like, it's just, it was just really confusing and everything had to be done a specific way and the way he wanted it. And it was because he's an artist and artists want things done their way, but also like, I can't read your mind. I can't see your vision. Like, so it was just a lot of like miscommunication, not understanding one another and just like really frustrating because I did enjoy the work and the job, but it was like, I'm not going to work for free for like 10 hours, nine hours a day and then get like shat on at the end of the day because I didn't do exactly what you wanted. Where in the first place, you didn't describe to me everything you wanted. Like I can't, I can't guess what you're thinking you know, like, which I get, like, if you go to New York, and you see these fashion magazines, and you see these fashion jobs, like, it is like, guess what I'm thinking, know what I want, this and that, like, that, that's what they say the job is, but like, also, you have to have some standards, like, it, there is a way to treat a person, there is a way to respect someone who is working really hard for you. And if you're not going to respect them or treat them or give them the basic necessities of how you treat a human, then you don't have to work there because that's ridiculous. You should be given, you know, an hour for a lunch break. You should be, you know, respected and not yelled at every five minutes. Like, that's just not okay. That's not how you treat people. That's not how you talk to people. I don't care how much money. I don't care if you're the Vogue magazine. I don't care if you're, like, no magazine. Like, there's just a certain way that we should throughout the years and until you know the world ends god forbid or something that we should treat people because 
it's just like, I don't know, I just don't have time to treat someone less than or you yell at someone or this and that because no one learns from yelling. No one is happy from yelling. Like, don't get me wrong, you have to get used to it. There are times where, like, someone has to raise their voice to get a point across, but there are some times where it's like, that's not necessary, and you're clearly just doing it in a way to put them down. And that's not okay, and I will never condone that. So I quit that job. (laughs) But it was all good. We left in good partings. Like, he totally understood where I was coming from. Like, I'm not the first person to have brought this problem up with him and to let him know that, like, He cannot speak to people like that and that he needs to, you know, respect his workers and understand that, like, they're coming here on a volunteer basis. Like, you can't treat people like that. And so I'm I'm not the first person to have done this, which is a little, like, reassuring when you quit. But it's also, like, really hard, you know, because here's a job that you really enjoyed and, like, you want to make it work. But it's, like, how much do you sacrifice for this job that's like not even worth it you don't get paid at the end of the day no one's like I don't even want to go into making hats for the rest of my life like how much am I going to sacrifice to like make this job work and to like you know to like adjust my needs or constrain my needs for something that I just really at the end of the day don't give one shit about and don't care about so I left and you know quitting can feel it felt really good to quit like the next hour, three hours, it was like I was on a high. I was like, oh, thank gosh, I don't have to go there anymore. I don't have to suffer, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm done. I'm free. But then, like, the next days and weeks after, it's like, what do I do? Was that a mistake? Like, how am I ever going to find another job again? Will I find another job again? Like, even though that wasn't exactly what I wanted to do, at least it was, like, partially what I wanted to do. You know, you just start, like, all those doubts that start creeping back in like you had all that like confidence and all those like you know pheromones or whatever it is like cortisol like the opposite of cortisol like you just had like you were really proud of yourself and confident and you felt good because like this thing that was causing you much so much stress like you just like quit like it's gone it's out of your life you cut it out of your life and now you're like stress-free and you have all this free time and new time and and it's hard to figure out then like now what do you do now where do you go, you know, and so you just feel like you just fell flat on your ass, and so that's where I am and was, but, you know, I, the thing I've learned about this is, it's happened to me, what, like three times now, you know, thankfully I've never been fired from a job, I, gosh, I don't even know what I would do if I had to stop working, but it wasn't my choice, like, that seems like the most frightening thing in the world, But, you know, thankfully, I've always been the one saying, no, I'm not going to continue working or I'm not going to continue working here. I was able to make that choice and not them. But um, no, it's the hardest thing in life, I think, is to stop something and then to figure out how to how to start a new thing, how to continue, how to not, you know, sit around for the next like three months twiddling your thumbs. It's really hard to like get into a rhythm with a job and to have a lot on your schedule to do something constantly and then to stop and then to start back up again. I mean, it's, I think it's like that in all things. You see a lawnmower, you stop the lawnmower and then it's like impossible to get it to start again. I mean, maybe I shouldn't be lawnmowing shit, but like, it's really hard for me. So no, but that's like my best analogy. Yeah, you know, I mean, can you tell? I don't know. That was a terrible analogy, but you get what I'm saying. Like, it's hard to keep a rhythm with jobs. 
and especially now, gosh, we're like out of Corona, but not out of Corona. Like some countries are still affected by it. Like America's kind of like open now, but like not everyone's vaccinated. And Israel is also very open, but not everyone's vaccinated. But then you have countries like Argentina where like, wow, that people are still quarantining. People are still, you know, dealing with that. Like no one can travel. And same with, um, gosh, I can't remember what other countries, but a lot of countries are still in like in the pandemic and some countries are out and it's this weird in between, you know, living internationally. I've felt it more um, because all my friends have family elsewhere or want to visit home elsewhere. So it's just like weird hearing their stories where as if I was in America, I'd probably only hear the American story, but I, I got off topic. Anyway, back to quitting. So I guess my like, my thing is, is no quitting isn't bad don't look at quitting as like you're giving up or you're throwing the towel or you're a loser or you're losing like quitting can be really empowering and quitting can also be you know nothing it can just be like you walking away it can be you quitting and you taking all this stress off your shoulders and like relaxing or it can be something big because you weren't happy and now you are like Quitting can be as big as you want to make it, and and I think it's good sometimes. I think it's good sometimes to quit. I think it's also good, though, sometimes to stick with something until it gets better, because sometimes it will get better. Like, before I actually quit any of these jobs, like, weeks, months, I was like, I'm going to quit today. I'm going to quit tomorrow. I'm going to quit the next week. And it took me a while to, like, you know, finally be sure of my decision, but I knew when I was sure that I was ready. And that's the good thing about it. Like the minute you get the idea to quit in your mind, don't do it immediately. Don't, you know, give yourself some time. Make sure this is what you want. Also, like if you can suffer in the job until you find another job. Wow. That's like ultimate strength. Like if I could do that, I would like that's the best thing you can do is like suffer in a shitty job and then go find yourself another job so that when you quit this job, you just start the next one. Like. (laughs) those people are amazing anytime I hear that I'm like oh my gosh I wish I was you I just quit and now I'm doing nothing but um that's kind of what I did with the last job because your girl might be back on a movie set in July which I'm so thrilled for oh my gosh uh they reached back out and we're like hey, if you're still looking for work, we think um, there's something for you here and you should definitely check it out. And so hopefully for the month of July, I will be back in the movies, and which is perfect because I'm such a person to like plan my life and to like have quit this job out of nowhere. Like that was not on schedule. That was not in my plan. So it's just amazing to feel like everything's working out because like in the next two weeks, in June, the end of June, my sister is coming to visit me in Israel, which I'm more than thrilled for. Oh my God, I love my sister. I haven't seen her in years. You know, strangely enough, the only thing I can't wait to do with her is fight. I just want to fight with my sister. Like, uh, if any of you out there know what that's like, fighting with your sister and like yelling at her and like, oh my gosh, I miss it so much. So that's what I can't wait for, even though I know like, I'm going to get in the airport and I'm just going to break down with I when I see her. Like, I'm just so excited. 
I'm thrilled. And then after that, you know, that'll be the beginning of July. So hopefully I'll work this movie job and get this. And I mean, I don't know if it's a movie, maybe it's a TV show. I don't know much yet. And then after that, I'll make Aliyah and I'll find an apartment in Jerusalem and figure everything out. But yeah, I'm kind of a life planner. So I would definitely say if you're quitting a job, make sure you can handle it and make sure that you have a plan or that you're willing to make a plan or, you know, like don't freak out though. Also enjoy the unknown. Enjoy the freedom to see what's to come, what could happen after quitting, you know, allow your mind to like be creative and what to do with your leftover time because that's also really good from time to time. I mean, think about, you know, most Americans, we go from high school to college and then from college, we try to find a job. But like, when do we really like sit down and think like, oh, I just quit this job, I don't know what to do, what direction do I go in, you know, like, I've been able to have those thoughts a lot because of the path I've taken, but, like, how much does the average American really have those thoughts, you know, and they're so good to, like, question everything, question the path you're on, and I don't know, quitting can really make you feel like you're on rock bottom, which I think is really good sometimes, because you need to feel like that, you need to feel like, you know, at least you're so low that you can only go up from here. You know, you can't make any mistakes at this point, which sounds scary, but is also like a really good feeling. So, all right. That's it for me, guys. Um, I had such a fun time talking to you about this. I know it could have been like a little depressing, but maybe kind of fun and funny. And I don't know, share your quitting stories with me. You know, how many days did it take you to quit or how long did you do a job until you quit or how long did it take you to get the guts to quit or figure out when to quit I don't know but that's it for me guys all right I'll check you later bye